Hey, y'all. Welcome to the APAC podcast. This is our first episode. Um, as always, I'm LJ. I pronounce her he and his, and I'm your historian for this year. I'm Janelle. I'm the PR marketing co-chair, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm Eliza. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am the secretary. And I'm Christine Angie. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm also the other PR mar- marketing co-chair. For sure, for sure. So one thing when I start getting to know like my fellow co-hosts is that um, we're actually pretty diverse. Like we have lots of life experiences and we like live like from different backgrounds. So the topic today that we're going to talk about is how we were in our most influential parts of our lives, high school. So <laughs> I see that Eliza and Christine went like this real quick. So was high school bad or good for y'all? Eliza, you can start. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, high school honestly wasn't bad for me. It's just cringy thinking back to it. It's like who I was, but it wasn't bad just because I had my group of friends because I was in band and choir and theater. So I had a really close knit group of friends within that. So it's really easy for me to fit in, honestly. And I enjoyed it. For sure. Christine? Um, About the same thing. I had like the same group of friends because I was also in orchestra, choir, a little bit of theater, but I don't know. It was just different because a lot of my friends weren't Asian American, so I didn't really have that connection with them. Mm-hmm. How about you, Janelle? Um, I mean, I wasn't in as much extracurriculars <laughs> as y'all, but I did have like a close group of friends coming from middle school. They were kind of like my main people, and then I eventually made like more friends so i mean it wasn't entirely bad i don't think it was like the best experience (laughs) definitely the most influential i would agree but yeah i like college a lot more (laughs) i know christine said like that she didn't really grow up around that many asian um people like in high school in her cliques um was that same for you eliza and janelle or did it kind of change is it like different for you guys growing up no, it was about the same. There were, like, no Asian Americans, honestly. Not really any sort of, like, diverse clubs either. Like, there was no, like, association of Latin American students, nothing like that. You, Janelle? Um, I think my high school was pretty diverse, I gotta say. So I had a lot of Asian American friends. I feel like that comprised of most of my friends. So I think it was actually like really different coming to college at ISU, which is kind of like a PWI, which I mean, it is a PWI, but yeah. I feel that. No, for me personally, like I didn't have any Asian friends. Like the only people that I talked to were like Lola's, like grandpas and grandpas, like at church, (laughs) kind of to like practice like Filipino culture. Um, If you didn't know, if you guys didn't know, Lola and Lola is a grandpa, grandma in Filipino but yeah I did feel like I did distance myself from my culture more because of the people I surrounded myself with Um, but you guys feel like that's the same case for y'all or is it kind of different to kind of fit in um for me I think it was uh I mean I feel like I have a different circumstance than y'all but I think it was easy to fit in um and culturally wise I guess cultural wise Um, Because my friends were mainly Asian American and my high school was pretty accepting and welcoming of different um, cultures. For sure. Um, 
I think for me personally, like it was hard to fit in. Like even when I sought out like Asian American experiences, like going to an anime club, like I was the only Asian person there. That was kind of whack, but (laughs) pretty odd to think. But yeah, for sure. Like for me personally, I did wish I had more of a tie with my Asian American um, identity, like in high school. So how about you guys, Christine and Eliza? Christine, you can go ahead. Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> how, how did you guys like uh, feel, kind of like um, being distanced from your Asian American identity? Um, for me, I would do whatever I could to close that distance. So, I was close with some of the Asian Americans in my school, but I would always be like seeking out like more. So, like in my choir when I was a senior, I would I made friends with a bunch of the freshmen who were also Filipina because they reached out to me and also in my high school we didn't have any like Asian group on campus and one of my friends wanted to start one and so we were like hitting up people being like hey would you join this if it were a thing and a lot said yes but sadly it didn't go through because we were busy with college applications and all of that but a lot of people said they were into it so I was kind of sad because it would have been nice. I feel that. I would definitely have taken advantage of that in high school. What about you, Liza? Um, yeah, same as Christine. My school also did not have an Asian American club or anything. But the school, the other school in my district did. My cousin went to that school. And I went to this event where they, like, every culture would put together, like, a cultural dance and perform it. And I was like, dang, I really want that. Because... When I was in high school, it wasn't even thinking, something that I was thinking about, honestly. Like, culture and all that, honestly, I don't know. Just, that's something that was very present yeah. in my high school I life. I felt the same because one of my roommates had, she was showing us a bunch of videos from her high school experience. And a lot of it was from, like, a cultural showcase two type of thing, where they'd be doing, like, cultural dances, and she was in, like, Filipino club and Vietnamese club. Like, it didn't matter. And she would learn about all the cultures. And I was just like, wow, I wish we could do that. For sure. Yeah, I felt the same way, too. But my avenues of, like, Asian American, like, finding was very short in high school. So, actually, for me, I, like, hang out with lots of, like, Latinos, Latinx type of, like, people. So, to find myself, I guess. But it kind of just put me in a deeper hole, um, trying to conform to, like, um, their culture type of thing. So, that was kind of different for me. But I guess moving it on to Janelle, um, going along, like, with, like, Asian American, like, um, identity and, like, culture, um, since you were more like connected to that, how did that um, play out like with your family? Like were you more closer to your family or did it kind of distance you since you guys were kind of similar? Um, um, <laughs> it was, it had its own, um, for certain things we were closer, but also for certain things we were um, disagreeing on. I feel like because even though I was, I had Asian American friends, we were heavily influenced by American values as in like individualism and Asian, like Asian values is more collectivism. So I had a lot of clash between me and my parents. Um, Whenever like I would hang out with my friends, it was always a 
their argument was always, well, you don't hang out with us enough. And <laughs> yeah, they're like, why do you have to go hang out with your friends all the time? And <laughs> paying too much money. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, cultural and like spending, when I did have that designated time with my family, like we were very close, but if they didn't want me to hang out with my friends and there was a lot of tension and arguments because, because of that value difference in a way. I definitely feel that for sure. I guess it is kind of odd or like kind of different, like being like, I guess, first generation Asian Americans and like mm -hmm. finding like our own footing, um, trying to mold to like society's cultures, but having a different culture at home. So I definitely feel what you felt. Did you guys have any experiences with that, Christine and Eliza, or was it pretty? I sort of agree with Janelle. Like yeah. my parents were often just like, why do you have to go out? Why do you always hang out with your friends? Why don't you stay home? But since I'm the third child, I feel like they sort of assimilated to that culture and they got uh, more lax after a while. So now my like, parents are yeah. <laughs> totally individualism. I feel you. The first people, like the oldest, like they always forge a way for the youngest, mm -hmm. I feel like. I'm, I'm not the oldest. So like my brother would be getting away with so much stuff that I wouldn't have, you know. But this is what it is, mm -hmm. life. It's like kind of different for me because like I I am the youngest of two. I have an older brother, but my brother is such a homebody. So like they never had like problems with him. So when it got to me and I'm not really a homebody, I like to go out. They were really like hard on me because of that. Yeah, your brother's just really agreeable, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, for real. Christine, aren't you? I had like Oh, sorry. Continue. I oh, know. Go ahead. I was going to say, aren't you like an only child or? I am. So it's a bit difficult for me because like I am the oldest, but I'm also the youngest. So I'm like, <laughs> paving the way for myself. That's true. So it's a bit difficult, but yeah. I did have a question relating back to school. What's up? Did y'all have any Asian American teachers in high school? Because personally, I did not. And it was interesting. Not I whatsoever. I had one and he was a PE teacher and I really did like, <laughs> I really like love that man because I really connected <laughs> with him. Like he was like, he's one of my favorite teachers and I do think he was the most influential, one of the most influential besides my coaches mm -hmm. um, for today because, and I really think it was because he was Asian American and that I could connect with him on that level. Actually, like to go off of that, I actually had one um, Asian American mentor growing up. He was actually a guitar teacher of mine. Um, so back in the day, like I'd be kind of, people would call me like weeaboo and stuff like that for like listening to anime stuff and getting into like Asian culture, which is doesn't make any sense. But up until that point, like um, Ian, like that guitar teacher vibed on different types of animes and like songs that I really liked. So then... I feel like him for me was kind of like an eye opener. So like I can do my own type of thing and I don't have to worry about what people think of me type of thing. So that was fun. No doubt. But for Liza, sure. Did you have any Asian American teachers? No, I'm trying to think if I even had any teachers that were people of color. Like there definitely were teachers, but like I never personally had one until I got to college. College, uh, when I was a freshman, I think I had my first... Uh, Asian, not even Asian American, an Asian professor. She was from Korea. Yeah. And I was like 
<laughs> yeah, awesome, representation. Man. Representation, for sure. Well, now that like you were talking about college, what do you guys think about college at, like compared to high school? Like since our avenues are more open, um, what do you guys think about that? Like, what what's some advice for like some freshmen or like people who haven't really found themselves in college to like explore themselves like culturally and stuff like that? Um, I know for me, I really had a problem my first semester here because as I said, I came from a really diverse high school and then I came here, which is mainly white people. And, um, nothing wrong with that. And, um, it was just really hard for me to find people who I could connect to like that. So I even like, I genuinely like considered transferring to OI because their Asian population is a lot higher than ISU. So for advice, I would definitely say to like join, like join clubs. Like it seems so like cliche to say, but that's how I found APAC and that's like how I'm here. And that's how I feel like, like I am part of this community now. I totally agree. I feel like all my friends are from the RSOs that I joined, like my acapella group in APAC. Yeah, join the clubs. <laughs> so aside from joining clubs, my experience was a little different. So I did meet a lot of my friends through APAC, but I also met my other friends from my dorm. What I did is I was actually in like a group meet from my floor. And I think I private messages one of the girls and I was like, hey, we live on the same floor. You want to go lunch with me? And then from that, I met her roommate and then we met other friends through that. And we just all became a friend group. And it was really nice because it was hard making friends, like especially the first few weeks or months. It's horrible. It's so hard. So, you know, just put yourself out there, which is kind of hard. That definitely wasn't something I would do in high school. But I'm like, you know, it's college. There's like 20,000 people here. If it doesn't work out, I probably won't see them again. So it's like, fine. So definitely put yourself out there. And you know, if it doesn't go well, then you'll learn from that and then move on. For the first time in our lives, we are able to do things for ourselves, not live at home with our parents. So I do urge you guys to like explore out. And I know like for some of us who live in individualistic um, uh, homes, like it might be hard, but like, like, you know, doing what uh, Christine did, like, messaging someone and taking that first initiative like even joining like DAO like diversity advocacy um, organization groups um, you might be able to find like or you will be able to find like your own niche and then people who like like mine just as you just like you so for sure mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you guys have anything else to add um yeah I'm done though <laughs> um, just to add with that oh well I was gonna say on top of you know, putting yourself out there and exploring out. Also, remember to also explore in because sometimes it's okay to be lonely like because you can really get to know yourself because I did not know how to be lonely my freshman year and it was so lonely <laughs> but at the same time. Like I really got to know myself and figure myself out and that made it made it honestly easier to like make friends and stuff because sure. I was just I just knew how to be myself more. Yep. Don't be a people pleaser. Be mm -hmm. yourself. Yes. Your priorities come first. And then the people who are like-minded and same vibes will attract to you. And then you'll have even more deeper connections. 
And I, to add on to you, Eliza, freshman year, I did hang out with lots of people who, like, looking back, they weren't similar to me. They were more or less, like, friends of friends of friends, and they were just a sense of community or, like, kind of, like, a comfort zone. But um, I'm glad that I joined APAC, and then I was able to get onto board, and I was able to be amazing people like you guys um, and have, like, a new, different home, for sure. <laughs> oh, I'll cry. <laughs> For sure, for sure. So yeah, I guess that wraps up the first episode of the APAC podcast. Check out the socials. Janelle and Christine have those on lock. So our Instagram is wait, should we say it? Yeah, yeah. You're good. good. Our Instagram is at APAC Illstu. Our Snapchat is at APAC underscore Illstu. Our Facebook is APAC Ostu, our Asian Amer- Asian Pacific American Coalition. Group Me is Group Me QR code is available on our Instagram and story highlights. And TikTok. TikTok is APAC Ilstu. Follow it's new. Yes, sir. Sure. Yes. Pioneered by Christine and Janelle. Sure. I right, so see you y'all. We'll see y'all. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.